Hi, my name is Paul Schmuck and last Sunday I was 10 seconds faster than Arne. Hello everybody and welcome to Broom Wagoon, your weekly dose of bicycle shot. Yeah, together with you, as usual, there is Calamaro, aka Stefano, or the other way around. Stefano, aka Calamaro, here like every Tuesday, uh, let's say, we're gonna talk about it later, every Tuesday on speaking about, yeah, passing a good time with you, just talking about bicycle, my adventure, your adventure, and also something new, because otherwise we are getting bored, you know, always with the same schedule, all the time the same thing, sometimes we have to change, and this time we change, and I'm not talking only about the start of this episode. We are do so, talking at this microphone sometimes, no, no, I don't want to say that Paul is a weirdo, he's a good friend of mine. But yeah, going back straight away on the things of this episode, contact me, I need you to contact me, especially talking about the stuff that I'm gonna talk after a bit. But why and how? Why? For whatever you want. How? Hello at calamaro.cc, that's my email, instagram.com slash readcalamaro, my Instagram account, a lot of information that's shared over there, and twitter.com slash readcalamaro to read all my conversation with all of you guys. That's the thing, and together with me as usual, my two sponsors, Wahoo, there was a huge event also involving Wahoo this week, we are gonna talk about it at the end of this episode, but Wahoo element is really the must right now and Isador clothing we are also talking about Isador we are also talking about clothing we are also talking about how to I will not tell you bear here with me to get all the information that I want to share with you thanks to them to be so close with me in this adventure First of all, I want to share with you a news and a small alert. It looks like there are some people completely nasty that are walking outside in my city in Berlin. Why I'm saying this? I was reading something around some news and also some feeds on the Facebook and it looks like some stupid people, one more, I don't know, are putting traps or something like this in the Oskrone here in Berlin. Oskrone is this amazing cycling road plus a walking road, let's say, without cars, that is going all through close to the canal on the way down. I am doing this all the time that I'm going to the airport with the bicycle to do my loop, normal loop. And it looks like somebody there is putting some ropes or some traps just to let people pass a bad time while they are riding the bicycle or running. People are so crazy in these times. We are just passing really, really stupid times in this period. So guys, who is listening to me from Berlin, Please, while you are going to the Oskron Canal, take your eyes open. Watch around. Don't be scared. You don't need to be scared. But if something weird is happening, just, uh, you know, give a shout to the police and try really to be safe. And hopefully this kind of situation is ending soon. People are so crazy. 
Today is Tuesday, this means that yesterday, ah, for me, I don't know for you, today is Tuesday, the 24th of October, for me, for you, I don't know, but 24th of October, Tuesday, means that yesterday was the first day when I had, we had the possibility to subscribe to the Etap du Tour. You know it, it's the main goal of my season to climb this Col de Colombière. It's not only this, but to do this fantastic stage of the Tour de France. And uh, yeah, exactly. Yesterday I subscribed. It was a bit of a mess because I just waited there for a kind of 30 minutes before the server allowed me to go through the whole registration process. It was also a bit expensive. Yeah, 109 euros. And even if I got actually 10 euros discount thanks to Luigi. And uh, yeah, it was kind of a process a bit long, but it's done. Now I subscribed and I hope that a lot of you are gonna come with me to Col de la Colombière for the stage du tour. Pardon, the étape du tour. It's a bit complicated to speak in French, in English, and speaking in Italian. It's uh, crazy. Just a couple of things about it. First of all, I am excited as beep. Yes, I'm super excited. I can't wait to do these 4,000 meters of climbing in the 8th of July. Together with me for this adventure, for now, there are gonna be Luigi. I am super excited. Last time that we rode together in this kind of competition, it was three years ago during the Eroica, and then after it, nothing. This time it's gonna happen again. It's the friend that introduced me to bicycle, to riding, to cycling there's nothing better than this really good friends bicycle amazing adventure bear with me follow me in this adventure you will know more and then also together with me i i, I cannot say that i'm not happy i'm freaking happy that he's with me but it's kind of a tradition now everything i'm doing everything crazy that i'm doing donato is with me donato Thanks again to be at my side also for this stupid thing of the Etape du Tour. I think that you're grabbing the car probably to come there, but we're gonna see there, we're gonna start again together. And then at a certain point you just will say bye bye, my friend, we'll see you at the end. And uh, yeah, you will arrive something like three, four, five hours before me there. But yeah, who cares? We're gonna be together as usual. It's gonna be an amazing trip, an amazing stage. The stage is gonna be a bit complicated, I think, as I was anticipating you. It's gonna be a 170 kilometers ride with 4,000 meters, more or less, of climbing involved. I think I will do it with my hammer. I'm... And then it's not only the Col de Colombière, Col de la Colombière. Corps de la Colombière. My French is getting better and better. But there are also some nasty climbs there. For example, they're gonna... Okay, everything will start from Annecy and then it's gonna be the climb to the Plateau de Gilleret. And should be around six kilometers climb with a couple of kilometers of white roads because we love gravel. Uh, maybe we love gravel. And then, as I was saying at the end, Col de la Colombière to arrive almost at 2,000 of altitude and then jumping down on the downhill till arriving at the end of the stage. I hope it's gonna be a great thing, I'm sure that it's gonna be a great thing and please, if you want, join me, send me a message, I want to ride with you, I want to have a talk with you because, you know, for me cycling is super good for my physics, super good for my body, super good for my spirit, but especially super good for my networking life. I really like to meet people while riding bicycle. Some of my best friends actually I met thanks to bicycle. 
small consideration also for Col no Plateau de Gilleret. It looks like it was a place where the resistance for French resistance. Francais. Resistance Francais in the Second World War was actually fighting over there. So it's gonna be also a lot of history we are gonna go through during this ride. And actually this is the thing that I like also the most about cycling. Discover some places and the story of some places while you are riding or just a bit before. It's a great thing really. I can't wait and uh, you for sure will know more about this ride also because I will try to interview somebody that did it already or knows more. Somebody like, I don't know, Ricky for example. Just saying, just saying. I hope that Ricky will join me as well for this adventure. Interviews. This week is not gonna be an interview week because i just decided that at the last episode of the month broomwagoon is gonna have a new section name of this section is tip top tip top like the tool that you're using when you have to fix the your inner tube when you have a flat or just talking about tips Everything about bicycle. I have been riding bicycles since 10, 12 years right now. I know something about it. I know uh, some suggestions that I can give you. And I actually would like to listen to your requests. If you have something that you want me to talk about, if I can, just shoot me an email or maybe let's do like this. Just start a conversation in the comment section below if you want to have some more suggestion about stuff if you want me to touch some topic or if you have you have something that you want to add on the things that i'm saying and that i'm gonna say write everything in the comment section below or shoot me an email or send me a tweet you know how these things are going you know it's gonna be kind of uh, episode um, suggestion tips on request Today, we are going to talk about the first request that I received. I received from Luigi and question. Hi, Stefano. Yeah, he's uh, actually he's calling me Cesare, but I don't want to confuse you. Let's say, hello, Calamaro. How are you doing? I have a question for you because I'm a bit confused. What should I wear for my winter rides? Good question, Luigi. This is really a broad topic to touch, but we have time today. Today? Is the last Tuesday of the month, so it's tip-top day. Say what? Yes, there are really, really different things that you can wear for your winter rides. But first of all, we have to split this topic in different chapters. But no worries, we're gonna talk about everything here. And for sure, I'm gonna miss something, but who cares? So, the, big, the biggest difference that we have to do here is... Where are you riding? Because it's different, you know? If you're doing a, a ride that is completely flat, you have to use something. If you have a ride that is also involving some mountains to climb, it's a bit different. I will start actually from my situation. Usually, Berlin is a super flat city to ride to. So this means that if you are riding in winter in flat tracks, you have to put everything you can on yourself to keep yourself warm. So, ah, also here, one of the difference would be wet conditions or dry condition. Here, it doesn't matter. Put the thing that you need on top of you and go full gas. Try to keep everything compact. 
that's my suggestion. Go when it's winter, even if it's dry, even if it's wet, and try to stay out, let's say, two hours and a half not more. So it depends on your pace. Obviously, is it could be, I don't know, 100 kilometers or 60 kilometers. It depends also your training or everything. But try to keep everything short. Keep everything short with all the clothes on yourself that helps you to keep a good body temperature. And keep everything short means also forget about coffee breaks during winter. The only breaks that you have to do are the ones that you need. So if you have to fix a flat tire or a mechanical, or if you have to fulfill, for example, your bottle, the only thing, and not more than 10 minutes, please. Otherwise, you're gonna freeze and it's gonna be complicated to start again. So flat rides, put everything that you need on yourself, I will tell you what is gonna be, and uh, ride fast for a small period of time two hours and enough not more please but the question from luigi was a bit different because luigi lives in a place where there are a lot of mountains so his winter training is going to involve for sure a lot of climbing well here we have to split the thing between wet condition and dry condition because it's a really really great difference so i'm talking for now about your body so for sure in wet condition please put on yourself the bibs so thermal bib long bib because that's something that you need you are not you don't want to go out with your shorts and that would be exactly waterproof so usually waterproof means also uh, windproof so put your bib long bib thermal one waterproof and then base layer merino base layer that's really 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 important because merino wool means that also is keeping your body temperature at the perfect level so you don't need actually uh, sometimes as more extra layers just keep it like this merino base layer long sleeve it's winter and where luigi is i think that winter means also below zero thing but try to stay safe Luigi, please. And uh, yeah, on top of it, put your jacket. The classic winter jacket that is waterproof, windproof, winterproof, let's say. So you're gonna stay really warm also because this means that to climb your mountains, you're gonna also produce some heat. So this means that you're keeping all the heat of your body inside of the jacket. And that's really, really, really important. So I would suggest two layers not more because more could be complicated for climbing i'm talking about climbing right now so thermal bibs base layer merino base layer long sleeve and a winter jacket the really winter jacket for your climb at a certain point obviously you would need to come down you know so in this kind of wet condition this means that you are already completely wet you are climbing your mountains but try at the end of your climb to stay safe not to get wet anymore put yourself under a tree or in this kind of situation take out your jacket and put another layer on top usually this layer should be or another merino uh, long sleeve jersey or also uh, i don't know something like synthetic or i don't know which kind of thing merino is always the best put again your windproof winter jacket on top 
and go down as a daredevil. The faster, the better. Also because you are covered enough and the best thing that you want to do is to keep your downhill as short as you can. And then after you arrived home, if you need to do another climb, be sure if it's the last one to be as fast as you can, maybe you can also not change anymore and go directly into the shower at the end of it. Otherwise, if your ride ends by the end of the downhill or at the end of a flat road, same thing. Don't change everything. Go directly at home and get a shower. If on the other side, and you are that lucky that conditions are dry, we can talk about luckiness and dry, because if it's dry and if it's winter, means that it's freaking cold. I'm talking way below zero, but it's fine because you have the sun in your face, so it's nice. So if the conditions are dry, completely different thing. Still, you will need your bib. Usually the winter bib are windproof and whatever, so the same bib. If you have something maybe that is not waterproof, so it helps also your transpiration or whatever, use that one. Otherwise, your winter bib is going to be fine. On top, base layer, be sure to have a huge and amazing base layer in merino wool. On top of it, merino jersey, this time no matter what. In that way, you can start climbing as crazy, getting all your power inside of your legs, Produce all the heat that you can with your body and arrive to the top. While you are on the top, take out from your rear pocket an amazing windproof jacket. If you want really to be 100% safe, I would not do it, but put also below it kind of a windproof vest and then on top of it a windproof jacket. Same thing. Go down as a daredevil. It's gonna be dry, so you don't need to have kind of this winter jacket on top of you, but these three layers will save you really for arriving home to go directly into the shower. Have a shower at something like 80, 90 degrees of temperature, and your ride is gonna be safe. So, summarizing climbing while climbing, bib, then long sleeve merino base layer long sleeve jersey produce all your heat that you have in your body then when you're on the top of the mountain and you have to start your downhill put on top of yourself a windproof jacket and go directly home talking about downhills there is also a tip that all the pro are using and i can give it to you if you want all the pro while it's winter, while it's spring, whatever it happens, when they will start a downhill after a long climb, they are putting between their base layer and their jersey or their jersey and their windproof jacket, usually they are putting some newspapers on their chest and on their belly. Nothing is better than this. Nothing can insulate you against wind better than newspaper. Could be a good tip actually to bring with you, I don't know, in the rear pocket or already between the bib and your jersey, let's say, yeah, bib, jersey, between also, we can put also the base layer so it's not gonna be too gross. And then when the downhill is starting, cover your belly, cover your chest, and then everything is gonna be better. The important thing is to protect the front part of your body, and then you can go down with the newspaper. And if you are bored during the climb, you can also read the newspaper. Usually I'm taking the one of the week before because otherwise it's boring. The one of the day before is too boring. You cannot find so much stuff. 
It looks like we are missing something, by the way. Yes, your extremities. Hands, feet, and obviously face, nose, head. These things are losing it as crazy. Well, let's start in from the hands. You want for your hands to have, usually in really winter condition, two layers. So something like thinner gloves on your hands and then, so for your rides and whatever. And then, for example, when you're starting a downhill or where the conditions are starting being so crazy, put another pair of gloves on your hands. This will help you, but they should be really elastic. They not should be too, uh, you know, thick, so you cannot control your bike. They should be elastic and good. But two layers like this, they're gonna help you insulating your hands. And please be sure that they are windproof. They are super important because if you are losing sensibility on your hands, this means that you could not cannot control your bicycle. You cannot brake. You cannot change gears, and you cannot hit. Remember, you have to eat constantly, especially when it's winter. So, yes, please. Gloves, two layers. Otherwise, if the situation is a bit better, it's a bit milder, I don't know, I'm thinking about autumn or whatever, just, yeah, put one, something like a middle season one, but use the gloves. Even if I'm completely allergic with gloves, I really don't like them. I'm kind of a gloveless rider all the time. I rode two Tour de Flanders without it. That's another story. Fit easier. A thing that will save your ride is a pair of overshoes. I know that you were a bit thinking, what? Overshoes? I don't need overshoes. They are not so beautiful anyways. Overshoes are the best. Put on some insulated water shoes on top of your shoes, obviously, and you are gonna feel better all the time. At the end, nobody never died because of too much heat on their feet. Put it at the beginning of your rides, wet, flat, mountains, dry, whatever, and you are gonna really feel the difference. No hair in your in your feet, no pain on your feet, it's gonna be perfect. Try to buy a pair of good one, insulated, warm, windproof, and you are gonna go really in the best situation. Head, so as you know, I am bald and this is a problem. Not a real problem for my aesthetics or real life, but I am losing a lot of heat from my head. This means that if you are bald or if you are not, put on your head a cap. A cap in the winter should be merino wool. Cap is always the best. And for wet condition, you can put something like an extra layer on top of your helmet. So actually everything will be dry or otherwise there are also some uh, hats that are yeah, merino wool plus waterproof just try to decide but please use a hat it's really important in winter the other thing is kind of a scarf uh, sorry i was covering my mouth saying uh, scarf i'm italian moving a lot my hands but yeah use uh, this kind of scarf and cover your nose and cover your mouth this scarf will help you really to keep all the heat inside of your nose i cannot support them anymore i don't really don't like them so much and also that's why i let myself my face grow a beard but if you suffer from your face, put a scarf on your face, or if you have a beard, if you don't care or whatever, just put a lot of cocoa butter on your lips and uh, sun cream or whatever on your face. These are my tips. There will be somebody that will tell you, okay, I have also some muscle cream that keep me heat on the legs, on the... I never use them, so I don't know. If you have some more suggestions, something to add, 
on these tips, use the comment section below and let me know what do you think about what to wear during winter rides. Another couple of things just to conclude this episode, I hope it's not going to be too long this time. So I will talk about bicycle shops here in Berlin. So starting from the most important one, Tortuga Cycles, this weekend turn three years old. Luca, my friend, organized a lot of cool things. He organized a ride, we went outside doing a ride in the Lipsense, I think. It was really nice, a lot of people, somebody also with fixed gear, come on guys. Emancipate yourself for gear, slavery, you need more gears to ride a bicycle in a proper way. I know it's cool fixed gear, but move a step beyond, please. And uh, yeah, so ride in the morning, in the afternoon after the ride, we got pasta ceci, yeah, the pasta party, pasta ceci, pasta ceci patate, to be precise. Luca cooked a really, really, really good dish of pasta, warm food for everybody, and it was nice, especially with this weather. Outside, wet weather, by the way. And then in the afternoon, we did the party while we also rode a kind of, um, yeah, a challenge. One kilometer on the roll trainer, around kind of velodrome style like this. It was a really, really great challenge and Paul wins. So this means that Tarne, the best one of us, lost again. Congratulations, Paul. I hope that you will be still friend with Arne after your introduction. But I think it's gonna be like this. Arne is a cool guy. Happy birthday, Tortuga Cycling. Another thing about shops. Yesterday, Monday, the 23rd of October, there was the ceremony of the opening party of the Rafa Cycling Club here in Berlin. It's a problem. It's exactly on the other side of my office. This means that probably I'm gonna spend... Ah, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna buy Rafa in this period. You know why. And uh, But this means that it's gonna be a really cool place where to hang on with people, start rides and getting some coffee. The point is, was that yesterday it was so crowded really freaking crowded. I could not get in. Actually, I had the tickets, I had the possibility to get in, I get a beer for free, but nothing. They didn't let me in, and then at a certain point after an hour I left. That's what I did. I met my friends outside, I met Nick, uh, Gurai, there was Fionn, a lot of friends that we are riding all the time. Other ones I could not meet, Ingo from Wahoo was inside, but yeah, I could not meet him, it was too crowded. So I just went to the Speti, the Speti is this late night shop that are selling beer for a super reasonable price. I got a beer, I talked with them after an hour and a an half, didn't, they didn't let me in and I went back home. It was a bit disappointed, but yeah, as I was saying, it's crossroad to my office, I can go there whenever I want to get a coffee. And the thing was, talking about beers, that they were giving for free the amazing beer called Quaremont. But guys, you know what? A Quaremont tastes way better after the Tour de Flanders. If you didn't do the Tour de Flanders, you really don't understand which one is the taste of Quaremont. So don't be loser. Don't only go there to hang around, to talk with people and to show off your shaved legs and shiny bicycle. If you want to drink Aquarimont, and if you want to deserve Aquarimont, you have to go and climb the old Aquarimont, otherwise you are losers. That's it for today, sorry to be that long, let's see from my notebook if I forgot something, yes, I was forgetting something. 
This week is gonna be like this. Next week, actually this week, and I'm gonna be in Bologna together with my friends. I will start again nominate all of them. There will be Diego, there will be Donato, there will be Lele, there will be myself, there will be the artist Pierre, and then there will be also Luciano and uh, some other friends joining me and we are gonna climb the Carpegna. Everything is set up. Everything is there, everything is in Komoot. Let me know if you want to have the road that Diego did for all of us. This means that I will be out of town, out of Berlin, from Friday night till Tuesday. Then on Tuesday I will follow the biggest helicat in Europe, I think, the helicat of Halloween here in Berlin. So I probably will not have time to record, so I will take a break. Next week you're not gonna listen to any of my bullshit, probably, so... I hope that for you it's gonna be fine, otherwise send me an angry email at hello at calamaro.cc writing you have to record every week, we miss your voice. If you're writing these kind of things, then I can think about, yeah, record an episode with an interview or with whatever, Monday night, Tuesday night, during my, I don't know, during my flight, I will invent myself something. But you have to shout, otherwise I will not listen. And you can also shout on Twitter, twitter.com slash readcalamaro, instagram.com slash readcalamaro is another way of doing it. Thanks again to Wahoo, Ingo, I hope that we are gonna see each other soon, and Isador, thanks a lot, Peter, you are great, as usual. And uh, last thing, Lance Armstrong, I'm talking to you, I want to interview you, Lance Armstrong at Broomwagoon, that's the hashtag that you have to use, mention him, mention me, and let his voice be here with me and with you soon. Have a lot of fun this week, I will have a bit more for sure, climbing with my friends, and winter is coming, don't stop riding, bye bye. <laughs>